Hello. Can you guys hear me? Oh, uh, yeah. I can hear you. Cool. Yeah. Cool. We're all here. We're good. Yeah. Dude. Excellent. Uh, everyone coming in, welcome to the first episode of uh, the Concession Stand Podcast. Uh, I'm Sean. Uh, I hope some of you may know that. But with me, you guys. Who are you guys? Eric, you go first. Oh, okay. All right. I'm I'm Jared, and uh, I was completely doing something else and forgot that at one point you were going to like bring the yeah. the yeah. thing up. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. was just like looking around, and I probably had my mouth like wide open. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm happy to be here. I I agree. I think I maybe picked my nose at the start of the stream, so we're off to a great start. Yeah. No, I think I'm Micah. Um, I. I think some of you've heard me before, but never seen me. Uh, and now you're seeing me in glorious 480p. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, honestly, the picture's clear, so I think it's pretty good. All right. Well, yeah. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So what are we going to be doing on this podcast? This podcast will be us discussing movies. Mostly this could change to whatever we want. I don't know. We're going to just kind of follow our hearts with that. But for today, we're going to be talking about, I guess, tonight, today, wherever you are. I don't know. We're going to be talking about Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I just want to uh, forewarn people that we are going right into spoilers. We're not going to be doing, uh, you know, like 20 minutes of no spoilers and then going into it like I've seen and heard on most podcasts. So just a warning to everybody here. If for some reason you haven't seen this movie, I don't know what you're doing here not watching this movie already but I implore you please go watch this movie but yes anyway spider-man into the spider-verse have you guys i'm assuming well i know you both have seen it because we're here and we're going to talk I hope you both have seen this movie right i've John actually and... never seen it uh what are we watching you've never seen it you've never seen it. why did you why did you come on <laughs> why did you come on the podcast micah <laughs> John, i'm gonna make you i'm gonna make you sad again um yeah but uh the output of our voices is low. The output of the voices is low? Mm-hmm. Okay. Honestly, the thing that I've learned about streaming here in the past like week is just put everything to like 200% and then let everybody deal with it on the back end. Because uh, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm always just like, oh, man, I don't want to like blow people's like eardrums out. But then in doing that, it's always like 90% lower than it should be. Okay. And at this point, I'm just like, you know what? You all have volume sliders, so you're gonna have to deal with it on your side because I, I just, I can't keep, I can't keep doing it. Okay. Can't keep doing the sound all the time. It's the worst part of streaming, easily. It is. It is. It I is. mean, as as a first stream, I feel like everyone here can lend us a hand and and help us figure out how to. Yeah, yeah. No, how this, how best to optimize it for them, right? This like is, this we is could a learning we, we could take ten minutes to figure it out. Yeah, it's a learning process. I think it's fine. Hopefully, uh, voice audio is about 80% compared to what starting music was. Okay. Okay, so I boosted both of you. So I'm open that that helps. Um, I'll keep an eye on chat for a second, and we can see. Okay, Jared's loud. Okay, I turn, <laughs> I turn my mic down. Is that better? Okay. I mean, Jared's loud. Uh, how, how do I sound, everybody? Am I okay? Am I a loud piece of shit? <laughs> Give me the feedback. I mean... Wait, are we are we a, are we a G-rated stream? 
no, you can. It's no. No, it's, we're not. It's, we're not G-rated. It's just the the, the straight self-deprecation. <laughs> so unexpected. I think. I think that that's us working at the movie theater. That was like how we coped because it was. <laughs> it was not. Yeah. Not the best. It was a fun environment, but not at the same time. If that makes any sense. So, hey, can you guys hear me, or am I just sound like a pure piece of garbage right now? Just let me know. No, I, I, I can hear I can hear you fine. Yeah. I feel like a piece of garbage, but you don't <laughs> seem like one. He's not. He's a sweet human. Ooh, it's, actually, we can we can talk about this. This is my first time ever seeing Micah. Like actually, other than yeah, actually, yeah, that's, other than that's like your, shit. the yeah. really really small uh, like picture on Discord. On Discord, this is my first time ever seeing you. And you look nothing like what I thought you did based off of your voice. Uh, what, you've what? also you've told me like you've told me the dimensions of you as a human before, and I was like, no fucking way. That doesn't. It just doesn't match. There's, there's no way. What? What? So what? Did, what did you think? Like what? What? What was your image of me? Um. You know what's funny is that like actually based off of your voice. I think I thought of you more of like a Freaks and Geeks Martin Star. Mm. Okay. All right. I'll take that. I've gotten that before. I think you are that, just you could beat him up in a fight. (laughs) (laughs) I will. I I don't think, man, Mike, I'm trying to think of times I've seen you without a beard because it's rare, but you do shave. Like you'll, I guess, just to go into Micah's appearance now, you'll do your. You'll cut your hair because your hair is long. You have longer hair. Yeah. And then you'll yeah. also, I like when you shave, it throws me the fuck off because you, because uh, I'm thinking Martin Freaks, or sorry, Martin, Martin Freaks. Martin, Martin Freaks. Martin, <laughs> Martin Star Freaks and Geeks. You know, he's a kid. You know, he's younger. So he's got no facial hair. But like, I just, you, you have facial hair in my brain all the time. So yeah. That's like, yeah. No, it's funny. It's funny because I literally, right before I met you, was the first time I. I grew out the beard, and yeah. so, yeah. I, like, literally, the when that era of my facial hair started is when I got to know you, so. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Well, that's, like, it's funny, because for Ryan's stream, people know him only with long hair, and Jared can, well, you've met Ryan before, too, where he's short, he's always short hair to me. I can't, I'm still not used to him with long hair, so. Yeah, I'm not used to him with long hair, it's, it's still. Just, it's just funny to me how those impressions they sit with you. So. Is, is is that a COVID thing or that's that's just no, him? Just he's been doing it that out. for I don't even know how long at this point. But okay. Yeah, probably well, what, like three, four plus years, I guess maybe. I think when he started streaming, that's when his hair I think that's like right when he was starting to do it. So I don't know how long ago that was at this point, but God. Micah, um, on a scale of Sean to Jared, how tall are you? I don't know how tall the two of you are. <laughs> I am. I am <laughs> smaller than both of you. Jared, easily, yeah, Jared, by a lot. Jared's smaller than me. I'm about six foot. So I'm a, I'm Jared, a tiny what, man. I was built for. I was built for speed. <laughs> what, what's your height? I am. I am a solid. A solid five seven on a good day. Ooh. Okay. I I am five eleven. So Sean. Sean ekes me out just barely. Yes, just barely, literally. 
I can't lie. This is not where I thought we were going to go with the start of this podcast. I'm glad we did. <laughs> yeah, we, well, we, we, need, we needed we needed to get set up and started. Yeah, yeah, get the get the things going, you know, and whatnot. I guess we could throw in real quick since we're just kind of not rambling, but I don't know. But the Golden Globes are not live right now, which I think is interesting. We just learned that, uh, and they're tweeting out like that's yeah. how we're finding out results. Which the, I thought, the the Golden Globes are live, not live. <laughs> Live yes. Yet? No. Yeah. So, like, I want like, are they doing the sh- like? Is it just I'm wondering because I don't. There's, I, there's literally no show. There's no stream. It's I'm on their Twitter ju- right now, following yeah, along. They're just, and they're tweeting, just them tweeting them out. Them out. So and like, there's like do you think a they're... few tweets here and there that are like maybe some actor appearances, but like that's it. Do you think that they're so are they doing like, you know, like imagine them doing like the Oscars, but like okay, there's no cameras, so they keep doing the show as normal. Do you think that's like is that what they're doing with the Golden Globes? Like where the show's kind of still going on, but they're just not doing the camera shit, you know? No, like it's I, don't, just, I don't think they're doing the show. I have nothing. Okay, interesting. Like yeah. it's literally just like, hey, guess what? Uh, here's best limited series. God, uh, Underground Railroad one. Next tweet. <laughs> that, it's weird, man. The Oscars it's real would, weird. Oscars would be over a lot quicker than like the four. What it's usually like four hours, isn't it? So I feel like it. Oh, oh that that's a good point. Let's see. Uh, let me scroll down here. Um. I'm trying to see when the first award. So they started tweeting this out 45 minutes ago, basically. Okay. Wow. 9 p.m. start time. Interesting. I guess that's what? 6 p.m. there? I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. Yeah. This is, it's just, it's weird. I mean, some of these, I think the other thing that's weird is because they're doing it through, they're doing it through Twitter and on their website, but like, they the pictures that they have are just the title of the award and then they tweet out who won it i i think if they were going to do this the graphic should have included like who the nominees were and then maybe they like bolded the winner because like now i don't know who they beat out without pulling up another screen uh which is i mean it's annoying for me I, right. I hate it. I guess it's not like that much of an inconvenience, but I'm just thinking of it from like a social media standpoint. Like, I mm-hmm. don't think the social media person thought this through. No, no. But I think that Michael made a good point where COVID was kind of this or the Omicron was just got pretty serious. Like, you know, the last few weeks and you said, was it NBC? Like that whole <laughs> thing didn't happen or like the renewal <laughs> or however the broadcast stuff worked. So, yeah, I think it was just like a perfect storm of shit. And they're just like, fuck it, we're not doing it. So here we are. Interesting. That's kind of wild. Especially for a yeah. show that's like, was it the Globes, uh, the Emmys, and the Oscars? I mean, I think those are like the big three, you know? Globes, yeah, Emmys, in that order, I think, too. Yeah. Three, two, one. Yeah. So interesting. I guess that's, I mean, that's the importance of broadcast rights and things like that, which we're kind of running into uh, some streaming issues on Twitch. I'm not going to get into all that shit, but. There's a whole thing there right now, too, with streaming uh, and whatnot. But okay, so I'm going to I'm going to divert us back to Spider-Verse. So here's my divert segue. us back to the ri- <laughs> to the original. Thing I'm going to divert from the diversion. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to I think this is like my fifth time seeing this movie. How many times have both of you seen Spider-Verse? Uh, this is probably my uh, fourth, maybe. Okay. This is my third, and it's interesting because I went to watch it, and I couldn't find it, and I had actually sworn that I bought it already. Oh, interesting. Um, 
but I I must have watched. It must have been on one of the streaming services or whatever, and that's why I just it was like, it was, it was on Netflix for a while. So I just had this issue. It was on Netflix for for years, and then I went to go watch it, and it wasn't there. And then I had to. It was on. It was only on FX now, and I was so pissed. Actually, because huh. that's how I had to watch it on uh, Hulu. Because yeah, I remember it. Dude, it was on Netflix. I swear for like a year. Maybe yeah. longer, yeah. Because I would always see it come up as suggested and whatnot. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I just I just bought it again. Um, hundred percent. I had I had some I had some Google credits. There you uh, go. So uh, you know, made it a little bit cheaper. But I this is I think my first time watching it in four K. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was nuts. This, this, <laughs> this film deserves to be viewed hey, at the hey, highest. Yes, Sean. If I think you need to turn your your volume up a little bit, according to chat. I need to go up now. Okay. I am as the loudest I can possibly go. So it's just, just going to have, hopefully this will work. <laughs> okay. Yes. Sorry. Just, no, no. just wanted to chime in. No, you're good. Um, no, I, I mean, honestly, the first point that I, so I was writing notes and things. Um, and I just, the art style of this film alone is so fucking unique to anything I've ever seen. And I think, I remember when like Blu-rays started coming out and it was kind of like picking like, okay, well, which one's worth like from DVD to, well, now it's like, I just buy everything on Blu-ray. But I remember when that first started, it was what movie is worth me making that jump to like, okay, I need to see this in high def, like yeah. good quality and like into the Spider-Verse hundred percent deserves being viewed in 4k. Cause it's just everything in that movie is crazy and beautiful and the, that art style is like nothing I've ever seen in my life, honestly. It's insane. It's so insane. Yeah, I, I, that, that's what struck me probably the most after the rewatch was just like realizing how it's so unique. It, mm-hmm. it, it, it's this combination of like, it almost looks like somebody did motion capture, but they, but they didn't. Mm-hmm. And so it's like it's this whole like two D world with a three D presence in front. It's, I, yeah. I was blown away by it, and this is my fourth watch. So, yeah, yeah. y'all's y'all's first watch was in the theater, right? It was, it was, yes. Okay. I, yeah, okay. I, I actually, I, I can't remember. I think the first watch was in the theater, but I, I honestly don't remember. Mm-hmm. I remember because Amber went with me, and she doesn't really care for going to movies and things like that. But she went, and she loved this movie, so I could tell how special this movie was. Where even she was like, "That was great," and. It's, I'm, I'm always going to be biased too with Spider-Man movies. I, I have a Spider-Man's my superhero, and so anything Spider-Man related, I usually will love immediately. But this movie was just like firing on all fucking cylinders. It was just it's every time I watch it, it's just incredible. And I think too, and I'm kind of jumping with this a little bit, but the pacing of this movie is perfect. It's it usually like movies sometimes hit these weird points where you're kind of like, eh, this is kind of chugging or, but like every part of this movie, like genuinely intrigued, loved watching. And I felt the same way with the rewatch this time too. Um, I actually meant to preface all of my thoughts with I'm, I'm not a comic book guy. Like I'm the person who has just who all of all of my knowledge comes from watching the Marvel films. And then if there's like a character that I really like, then maybe I'll do a deep dive into their Wikipedia or maybe I'll read like um, 
like a fandom uh article or something like that uh every now and then i might get down to like a, like a ranker article if i'm like super into them so mm-hmm. like all of my all of my takes all of my opinion and stuff like that on marvel based movies just comes from the movie so i know there's like some people especially like you know you're a big spider-man fan though, mm-hmm. so i know there's some people who like when they watch them they have an opinion based off of what may or may not have deviated from the comics right um but like you know like when when gwen stacy first showed up and into the spider-verse i'm pretty sure that might have been the first time i ever knew that there was uh a woman spider-man to be honest with you or, or spider woman if, mm-hmm. if you will I, I, uh, that's wrong yeah so stuff like stuff like that uh i just i'm i'm purely here for the on-screen entertainment and i don't have anything against comic books i just i just never really got into them yeah no i mean no yeah i i'm i'm the exact same i i was also never into the comic books uh so like my whole exposure to marvel is exclusively through the movies um the only real comic books i got into actually was from sean which was uh sean you have to remember the name uh saga yeah saga's good which is which is great but that's a story for a different day my um i mean i think it's interesting that you guys have that perspective. I mean, not that I'm like an expert in Spider-Man comics or anything like that. So I'm not going to be able to deep dive into it. Um, cause I think my exposure to Spider-Man was like the cartoon in the nineties or whatever. Like that's where most of my, mm. my knowledge of Spider-Man and villains and things comes from. But I mean, lately when I got into comics in like 2000, I don't know, 13 or 14, like I was kind of backlog and spider-man stuff and whatnot so but i am by absolutely no especially like miles morales and all that stuff like he's relatively new to me too um so well he's relatively new to just marvel mm -hmm. in general yeah he's within the last i want to say like eight to ten years. 2011 yeah okay yeah so he's real so so yeah so i mean this this is what i thought was really cool so uh that it's twofold the the lore is that Donald Glover's pitch to be Spider-Man in The Amazing Spider-Man, which then went to Andrew Garfield, mm. that's like everyone says that's why it happened, which is partially true, but not entirely true. Uh, so I did some research on it and it was it was um, after Obama got elected, mm. the who, whoever was in charge of the art and the whatever else was just like, oh, like, yeah, like this is such a great time for um promotion of things that we've never promoted before let's have an african-american spider-man mm-hmm. and so like they had been they had been pitching it around but but so then that was sort of the the um whatever tipped the scale uh or rather that was the i'm 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 gonna fuck up these terms uh <laughs> <laughs> um, but basically so like that's where the idea came from but then when Donald Glover did his whole bit about like I I want to be Spider Man 2011, and then he had the community bit where he dressed up as Spider Man in the in the premiere of season two, mm-hmm. and the 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 artist and the writer for Spider Man were just like oh hell yeah like this is this that we need to do this for sure now and mm-hmm. so then that's that's when they wrote Miles Morales into the comics interesting so it it was it was like a whole linear bit of like. This is what we need to do. So I, I thought that was super cool. Also, I'm biased because I love community. So it had that that deep connection. It, it, it's, it's a good show. But no, that is interesting. I didn't know what started. Honestly, I, I, for some reason, I thought 
Miles came a little bit before, but that's int- I had no idea that that was the timeline of or like the events that happened that brought about Miles. Because um, I have read, I'm looking, I know the guy that wrote Brian Michael Bendis. Because yeah, I've I, I read some of his comics and things like that, and I usually they'll always throw him. I think he does a bunch of shit for Marvel, but he'll because mm. uh, I'll usually see his name at like the the thank yous or whatever for Marvel. And stuff, and his name is usually in there. But that's that's interesting. So I I did not know that. Um, yeah. With Miles, so yeah. No, I'm. It's I I remember seeing this trailer for this movie, and it was very minimal. And like it's and most of the sequence they showed in that trailer was like, and it's probably one of my favorite in the movie is when he finally, you know, like figures out how to control his powers and like you know he does this whole the whole fucking awesome sequence when he's swinging around the city and shit. God, that part gets me. I was getting chills again watching that stuff, man. I knew it was coming, um, but most of the trailer was that. But I just remember that scene where he's standing by the train in like his hoodie and stuff, so all waving in the in the train, and it's like the most simple fucking scene and thing. But I like, I love it. Yeah, it's beautiful. I love it so much. Um, I thought that this was interesting. So at the beginning of the film, they had the Comics Code Authority. Did you guys see that little like stamp? Thing or whatever it was oh no i did i didn't catch mm-hmm. that it was essentially i was wondering what the i had to write it down and i looked it up later it was essentially this i don't know what to compare it to um i guess i guess it's like a movie rating kind of thing but it was essentially like it was the comics code authority uh it was an alternative to government regulation so it was essentially like okay guys when we make our comics we got to stick to these rules and like these things have to be in it to get the stamp. It was like just this kind of like fake seal of approval. I was like, oh, my comic got the C, uh, what the CCA. So like, you know, people will know like, okay, good in this. So like some other criteria, crime shall never be presented in such a way as to create sympathy for the criminal, to promote distrust for the forces of law and justice, or to inspire others with desire to imitate criminals. Uh, if crime is depicted, it shall be, as sordid and unpleasant activity. And so this was, it's just shit like that. Like basically like nothing bad. The bad guys always lose. The good guys always win. Cops can't look bad, that kind of shit. And so I guess. Wait, read that, uh, read that first point again. The first one. Crime mm-hmm. shall never be presented in such a way as to create sympathy for the criminal, to promote distrust uh, of the forces of law and justice, or to inspire others with a desire to imitate criminals. And so, and what was what was this called? This was called. So this is something that uh, they don't follow anymore. Or anything. So this was kind of like a nod. I was kind of trying to read into this to see why this was in the movie or anything. I think most of the big comic, like DC and Marvel and stuff, broke away in like the early two thousands or by two thousand ten, I think, or something like that. So honestly, stuff's pretty fucking recent, but I was gonna say because didn't they kind of oh yeah, yeah. fail yeah there? yeah no no this so I was looking in the why they kind of did it as a nod to like that whole genre time of comics and things I don't know and I think it's something that could be delving into a little more but I just thought it was interesting and I did not know that was a thing for comics um, and it's just kind of like all stuff that you'd expect like. Like, shit that they're just not going to put... Like, now comics are... Like, Micah was talking about Saga. Like, Saga, there's, like, full-blown fucking one-pages of just dicks. It's just a big fucking yeah. dick. It, like, saga could not happen, even no. probably 10 years ago, let alone 30 years ago. Yeah. 
sagas, there's just no way. There's just no fucking way. So like, I just thought it was interesting they threw that in there. And it's something I never heard of. Um, I was gonna say like, I mean, just on, just from Kingpin, yeah, uh, they fail point one mm. immediately because it's like yeah, usually. Yeah. I mean, I feel like usually at least from say like the Daredevil style Kingpin, it's just like yeah, I'm Kingpin. I like to do like bad shit mm. um from the little bit of daredevil i've seen i have i haven't finished it so to be fair but like <laughs> this this kingpin was like i want the collider so that i can go and see my family again and if you don't know how to get sympathy from that right. then i would suggest talking to a professional because mm-hmm. that's clear right there i was also going to say with the second point um you like you would literally never be able to make the punisher yeah Definitely. No. There's <laughs> like no way. Never. Yeah. Uh so uh, that that thing's dead you were saying, right? They don't they a lot of them don't follow it anymore. I'm like trying to see early 2000s they bypassed it. Marvel abandoned in 2001. By mm. 2010 uh only three major publishers still adhere to it. DC was one of them, which is interesting. Archie and Bongo Comics. DC and Archie followed. And Archie. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, um, Not to pivot too hard, but I mean, have either of you watched Riverdale? Mm-hmm. I've seen no. bits of it. With I don't. That's fucking Archie. Like, I. <laughs> yeah. I God, I don't know. That's just, I. That's a whole nother story for another day. But again, <laughs> I just. Yeah. yeah, I that's not my speed, but I also I think maybe after it had been on for a few months, somebody was I think I was talking to somebody about it that like loved it, and they're like, oh yeah, it's kind of weird that it's Archie, and I was like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah, I. Uh... Wow. That's the whole reason I watched the first season. Like I was like, there's no fucking way they made a dark, gritty Archie. Like come <laughs> on, there was... and they fucking did. It was so good. It was so good. It was, and then it got so bad. It was very strange uh, how engrossing that show was. Um, yeah. They kind of... 100%. I, I'm straying a little bit with comics and things like that now, but the person that did the art for Saga, which I love the art for Saga, she did um, some of the art for, like, they did, like, a reboot of Archie that kind of was more in vain of, like, Riverdale-esque kind of stuff. So it was it was pretty interesting. and um, But the art in that was, was really, really incredible. Um trying to see what else i um i wrote down how i love all the parodies of like the movies posters and like all the albums and shit you see like i see the chance oh, yeah the, the chance the rapper album behind uh miles a couple times um i know yeah, you the see, acid, uh, acid rapper and nick kroll play the what was in there uh Mulaney and kroll's uh broadway play was in there oh no oh, I, didn't, I, I didn't catch that i only saw the seth rogan bit i've seen that one i've seen the Shaun of the dead one i know that that's in there somewhere it's yeah but um, it was like it was like what was it called it was something it wasn't Shaun of the dead it was called like Shaun of like the fall of sean or something like that it, like they changed the name up like a little bit just like with mm-hmm. uh the chance the rapper one like he had a four on his head right. instead of a three yeah um but yeah, I thought I I actually like I tried to I tried to look for stuff like that because the thing that stuck out to me the most when the movie came out just because I think of when it came out, um, and the where I was in my life was the Jordans that he was wearing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was all it was already 
fucking incredible to see like a black spider-man that was huge i i do remember the whole donald campaign he even rapped uh donald for spider-man in a song before mm-hmm. um because like that all started when i was also a huge donald glover fan which i still am um but like i was looking for more product placement in the movie and they didn't really go as hard as they could have um because there are a lot of opportunities, especially with like the phones that they used. I was like, oh, there's no brand on them. They're kind of just like generic smartphones. That would have been super easy to put some branding on. Uh, you didn't really see like brands of cars, which is a big one in movies. Where they'll do like close-ups on the grill when it right. pulls up to a house or something like that. Mm-hmm. But like the shoes um, were huge in the movie. And they actually, I mean, they're, they're, they're just Jordan 1s. They're like the Jordan 1 Chicago Reds. But like they released... A version of them called the origin story uh where they basically took the original jordans and just put like dots on it to make them look like pop art oh, um interesting. And i don't know if i don't know if you all have you either of you seen those before i have not no uh, i'll drop, yeah, a, no, I I'll drop a quick link in our discord um it's a nike link sean if you for some reason wanted to even pull it up but they're incredible um see they sold out like immediately they oh. were so hard to get and now the i think i think i looked on StockX. they're going for like 800 bucks um, damn and their original msrp was 160 um but as far as like shoes go they're like grails uh but that was just a that was like a really really cool part to see in the movie is just kind of also see how um miles's personality was able to show through in that small thing and they they alluded it to it a bunch of times too because i think there were three times when someone was like hey man your shoes are untied and he was like yeah i know it's a choice yeah (laughs) um but that was just another little fun piece of the movie that i really really enjoyed was uh was the the jordan references yeah that's funny i didn't i yeah yeah, that was not something I picked up on, but I I'm eager to go back and and, and look for that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it it was it was like a a a lighthouse for me that how bright those shoes yeah. are when the when the mm-hmm. movie first started. No, that's yeah. Cool. I love. Um, I I caught the I caught the Sony references because he was wearing ah yes, Sony headphones Sony headphones but, yeah. Mm-hmm. But but, but that's also I haven't that, looked at them once this whole time. <laughs> That's also because Sony, you know, made the movie, so they, that they, makes sense. They did. They're they're a big fan. Like I remember again, pivot, but with uh, that Justin Timberlake movie, the uh, and Mila Kunis, um, oh, like friends the, benefits friends or... friends with benefits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like there's there's a whole scene where they're playing PlayStation VR. And they're, like they're just they're just they're, it, there's no point to it, and they're just like ah, we're just playing tennis. Just promote our product, please. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I don't know. So again, big pivot, but interesting. So I, I would say none of the none of the product placement in in Spider Verse, at least, it, it glaringly jumped out at me. But obviously, I missed some of it. So yeah, it'll be to something say? to to kind of keep in mind for the next one to see if they were just like, you know, what we had a lot of opportunity for this. Let's just let's just go ahead and just go like full tail with it because like. Right. I'm wondering if the success of those shoes maybe showed them like, oh, we actually probably could put a lot more product placement in this and get a lot more money because the hype over right. those shoes was incredible. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I don't doubt that at all. 
that's, which is, I mean, that's kind of just the times we live in. But those particularly, I remember, were a really, really hard one to get. I remember, speaking of product placement, so I loved, the, I think it's with Peter B. Parker. I think it's when, or it might be the first Peter Parker, but he's doing his whole, like, um, he's doing, like, all the shit that he did, invested in and things like that. But he was talking about the Spider-Man popsicle. And I distinctly remember those. Like, I remember, like, the Sonic the Hedgehog popsicles where it's like the eyes are just wonky as shit and it looks so bad i remember those and it's like yeah, yeah. That, that was that was the first spider-man that was the main main one okay. from the start okay the chris pine which i had to look yeah. at chris pine and uh jake johnson um but i love that they did that i like how they like incorporated the comic into like it's it was weird how it's the comic is the thing in this universe because in the you know the marvel movies and the the Toby and Andrew ones, you know, that's not like someone's writing about Spider-Man in a comic, but like Miles has X, like when he's figuring out how to stop sticking and he's like, Oh, conveniently that part yeah. of the comic shows up. So I thought that that was yeah. kind of a fun little, uh, kind of mixing the real life and the, um, the movie itself. But that, that was one of the things I noticed too, is that like, I feel like, I feel like they, uh, they didn't, talk about the fact that they lived in a universe with superheroes directly but were still able to like weave it in there because mm-hmm. um, like Spider-Man had a Christmas album yeah uh, Peter yeah. B. Parker yeah. tried to start a TGI Spideys uh, yeah. Uh, yeah I would yeah. go to the TGI Spideys and so it was too. just it was really interesting because I don't know uh, I I liked I liked the fact that you could understand that everybody else also understood that they lived in a world full of superheroes and that weird shit happened all the time. Like when he was like slamming up against those windows, mm-hmm. like super loud and the teachers went back to teaching uh, that teacher's probably like, yeah, no, the Hulk smashed my car last week. So like <laughs> if a, if a few birds fly into my window today, who gives a shit? Like this is so normal. Right. Um, I I really like that. You you know this is like one of my other points, but you know how I like my animation to reflect real life a little bit more, mm-hmm. which is why again this you know no spoilers here because it's the movie. Um, I love when the original Peter Parker died. Yeah, absolutely loved it. I I like it when my stuff has real life consequences. Um, so the fact that Kingpin actually killed one of them and it led to like a mass funeral and it led to all of these consequences of that death i love that they did that because it's really easy to do that in comic book movies uh now where it's just like you know maybe the villain gets hurt or whatever right um that's one of my biggest complaints about dc for a while is that i think that they should have leaned into the darker aspect of their comics in their movies a lot more that's why i love for sure Mm-hmm. Man For sure. Steel, like, I mean, you know, it's Man of Steel. Been out forever. This isn't going to be a spoiler. Literally melts Michael Shannon's face. And it's just like, yes, put that in every movie. And <laughs> I will I will give you all of the money in my pocket. Like, I don't want to see Batman wrap somebody up in uh, some kind of tech coil or whatever. Like, fucking kill him. Because, <laughs> like, that's, they're super villains. That's what's supposed to happen. I, I, I've uh, never seen Man of Steel. You've never uh, seen Man of Steel, <laughs> dude. It's, no. I mean, it's good. It is. I I think it's fair to say it is a hotly contested movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there are there are people who think it is hot garbage. I am not one of those people, but I also <laughs> I'll see anything Michael Shannon does. Literally 
anything. If you told me there was a two-hour feature film of Michael Shannon reading me uh, a nursery rhyme, I'd no, I, my I love I love Michael Shannon. Yeah, so yeah, I'm there great. for it. Yeah, he's uh, I I will say going on that part of like or the I don't know what the fuck I'm trying to say, but the new Batman with Pattinson I'm diverting a little bit here, but like that seems like it's gonna be dark as shit. Uh, yeah. Paul Dano. I mean, I know Michael loves Paul Dano, but Paul, D- I love Paul Dano. I love Paul Dano. I love I love Matt Reeves. I, I love what he did with the uh, some of the those newer Planet of the Eight movies. Um, like, and that just seems like I, I don't know what to expect. Really, it just seems dark and gritty, and I'm ready for it. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't think Dano would have signed on if it wasn't going to get real dark because yeah. that dude that dude does some weird projects he really so does. i think i'm, <laughs> I'm gonna throw this I'm movie excited. in there and i know michael will want to watch it again and he'll be all for it but swiss army man i need to watch that again i would Still wanna... haven't seen it i oh, know i know oh I know. man okay absolutely oh my god we will do that that that's okay that's i think you've just settled one there movie. was there was one day where like i literally had it in front of me and i could have watched it and i can't remember why i didn't i probably watched something else mm-hmm. um but i haven't seen it yet i know i want to i mean i am a big uh i'm a big there will be blood fan mm-hmm. um which i i'm i think like just speaking of his like timeline that was his breakout hit right like wasn't it there will be blood and then he started really like uh, his his his, his big breakout hit was um the the Steve Carell movie, Little, um, Little Miss Sunshine. Little Miss Sunshine, yes. Oh yeah, uh, you know what? That's yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, it was definitely Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah, but I I would say I would say after that, that was probably sort of helping him uh, launch upward. That's yeah, definitely a great what, movie. That's what put him on the radar for me was that, and then obviously Prisoners. He's great in Prisoners. Prisoners is so good. What, um, a, what a fascinating movie! Yeah, God. Uh, I mean, we could talk about the casting of this movie as well. The casting for this movie is—it's pretty. Oh it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. nuts. Fucking um uh uh, what's his name? Brian Brian Tigre. Uh, uh, I can't remember his last name. Wait, is he in this? Ooh, yeah, yeah. He's, he, uh... he's the dad. He's the dad. Oh, he is the dad. He's the cop. He? Yeah. God, he he's been in fucking everything lately, and I'm so here for it. Like he. He's so good. I just I want him to be in everything I watch. He's so fucking good. Atlanta. Do you watch, do you watch Atlanta? Yeah, Atlanta. Yeah. I love Atlanta. Yeah. And then it's phenomenal. Yeah, amazing. And he what he was in the Joker. Uh, I think he got his start on uh, uh, Book of Mormon on Broadway. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, like that's great. I think what's common. He plays the uncle. No, um, the that's uh, Mahershala uh, Ali. No shit. Yeah. Wait, so one is, thing about isn't, this movie isn't, isn't common in this though. I don't think he's in this one. If no. he is, he's one fuck. of the one of the lesser All characters. Right. But my that bad. Was one thing I I've, noticed that, was that was a research fuck up. The the some of the actors in this movie they did a really good job of changing their voice up just enough so that it wasn't necessarily unrecognizable, but you didn't get it at first because like, I mean, I've watched most things that Mahershal has been in this mm-hmm. is not what he normally sounds like or like even with Jake Johnson his voice is I guess the bright way to describe it would be like grittier 
in this movie because like if you took spider verse jake johnson and you put him next to like nick from new girl right. Jake johnson, right, right. they are they're two different people nick is as the goofiest like my voice goes and cracks up high every now and then type of person where like <laughs> peter b parker is just like i am sad and yeah. depressed right <laughs> and i lost right. my life <laughs> <laughs> I think all you could say that with Spider Ham too. No, I knew that was immediately. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, Mulaney's the only that, one where it's like that's fucking Mulaney. That, that one doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. Wilson Fisk is freaking uh, Leaf Schreiber. Yeah. Um, which I didn't know at first. He's also somebody who, if you tell me he's in a project, I will watch it. He's another one of my favorite uh, uh, actors. Uh, also, probably the best nickname in Hollywood, which is Huggy Bear. Um, I've never heard that. I still don't remember what the origin story behind that is, but yeah, no. Um, Phenomenal cast. I mean, uh, Lily Tomlin is in it. Yeah. Yeah. Catherine Hahn, Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The casting is incredible. Apparently, Oscar Isaac is in it at some point. Yeah, I was just going to say, I've got that up, and it's got Oscar Isaac, which I have no idea. Interesting person, person number one. Like, what? Droma Tacone is the Green Goblin? Like, that's dude, Green Goblin is terrifying in this movie. Yeah, yeah, literally never seen a Green Goblin like that before. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, is that Sean, as someone who's read the comics, uh, is that something that yeah, is that like a is that like a comics like Goblin? I've only ever known I've only ever known the Green Goblin as like a person who who dons a, a cloak basically. Not that from the bit that I've read, and again, I'm limited with my comic knowledge of Spider-Man and things like that, but it, I've never seen anything with him looking like that because he, like, he popped up and it scared the shit out of me, man. It was <laughs> He's ter- huge. He's terrifying. It's like, no fucking wonder Peter died, man. Like, Jesus right. Christ. You've got right. you've got that and Kingpin, which uh, the, the most, un- I'm going to just say this real quick, the most unrealistic part of this movie, and I think this is saying a lot, is when... Peter B. Parker and Miles are going to the uh, the science facility. I can't think of what it is off the top of my head. And they've got that SUV coming in. And then fucking Kingpin gets out of that SUV. There's no fucking way Kingpin <laughs> dude, is I, fitting in that SUV. I, no fucking God damn, way. Dude. I, I literally, I, I, in my brain, I didn't even write it down. I jotted it in my brain. Like, the SUV is the size of his shoulders. Like, they, yeah. they show him getting out, and he's bigger than the SUV. Yeah. yeah, I was all in, and they lost me at that point, so I stopped watching them. I didn't do that. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, fucking unrealistic, <laughs> zero out of ten, terrible movie. Yeah, yeah. My, yeah. Uh, my... Anyway, what are we watching next week? I'm just kidding. <laughs> my unrealistic note of the movie was when uh, he was learning how to, well, Miles was learning how to be Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, and he like went out to the top of the skyscraper to train mm-hmm. um, and he was wearing shorts. I was like, no fucking black person wears <laughs> shorts in the winter in New York. That's unrealistic. I don't know who wrote that scene. It's way too fucking cold. And then he goes to like the, the grave or whatever and he's just wearing the like costume that he bought. I'm like, no, where's his jacket? No fucking way. He's not that stupid. It's cold as shit. It's yeah. midwinter in New York. He's not an yeah. idiot. Yours, yours Every l- other scene has like four layers, but that scene, he's like, yeah, I'm just going to you know, hop on some shorts here real quick. Yours is a little more believable than my complaint, so it's, uh, <laughs> yours is a little more grounded, uh, which is fair. Just fair. Um, they, never, they did not ever explain, though, why <clears throat> Kingpin was like that massive. <laughs> yeah, they really just kind of like had fun. I do, I, there's that one shot, because he's so fucking big, that like, 
it's pretty tight and all you see is his head it's just all you know it's all black yeah, and it's yeah, just yeah. His head's mm-hmm. full, you know and it's it's kind of like fuck man like he's just terrifying and and like you said that scene i mean he kills spider-man and it's like you're like fuck man he is he is a force to be reckoned with in this movie and they did a good job with that and i i'm with you with um kind of breaking that expectation with superhero movies and things of just killing him i mean i think in a sense they kind of like okay well we'll Spider-Man's coming back essentially it's a different Spider-Man and whatnot but um I did like I was just I was not ready for them to just kill Spider-Man like that so I well, did Well and I think that's I think that's part of what makes it so good is because then it also introduces you to this concept of like there are infinite Spider-Man mm-hmm, or women mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and and so now it's like you're you're open to this idea that it's Miles and Jake Johnson and all of these other, you know, Nick Cage and Gwen, mm-hmm. Spider Gwen and whoever else, and Penny Parker. I, so I, I think that's Spider. Yeah, and I, yeah. So I, and I think that's kind of part of what makes it so, so easily uh, acceptable is you've you've lost the the death of the of the real Spider Man, right. Quote unquote. So, mm-hmm. and I did mm-hmm. like the diversity of all the Spider-Men that they brought in, the Spider-Women that they brought in of like, I mean, that's a big thing of Spider-Man and they mention it with Stan Lee's cameo, which was, it's weird to see Stan Lee now and stuff just yeah, yeah. since he's passed. But I do like the idea of Spider-Man that anyone can be Spider-Man or Spider-Woman. Um, it's just, I like that idea and I like how they, they really drove that home with this. Like everyone's in their own outfits and stuff and you'd have no idea. Like, and that's, I think that's mm-hmm. something that makes him as a superhero stand out to me. And I, I would assume others. Um, but I do love, I mean, the, the Miles costume is so, I mean, it's so fucking cool. He's got his costume like so fucking good. And it's just like that whole sequence when he's, you know, he's finally figuring out how to do his abilities and his powers and he's spray painting that suit. And then you see it and it's just like, man, I just like, I wanted to rewind that part so many times. Speaking of costumes, I can't wait for, the end credit Spider-Man to make an appearance because that costume was incredible. Yeah, that was the one with like the I don't even know what you would call it, like the the teeth like on the on the gloves or whatever. Yeah, that's like um, I'd have to play. I, they might have that costume in the Spider-Man game. I'd have to look though. Mm, I don't remember off the top. Nice. It's like, like Spider-Man twenty seventy or twenty forty. I'd have to look. I don't remember off the top of my head. I think that that's what that one is. But I do love actually going to the suits. The scene where you see all the different Spider-Man suits and things like that—that mm-hmm. that part was cool. Um, and he points out that uh, one of the Spider-Men had a cape. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I, uh, I have not watched the trailer for the new one at all. I, I, I thought it was actually a really interesting point. I think we've talked about this off-stream before, but like, I have reached the point where I don't like watching trailers anymore because mm-hmm. I. I am of that frame of mind where I think some movies don't do as good of a job of leaving out the big scenes mm-hmm. or stuff like that in their trailers. And I hundred like percent oil yeah. things. Yeah, hundred um, percent. I don't. I don't watch the trailers either, yeah. and I haven't for a while. I stopped. Like I, I hear the movies announced. I basically look at the cast. I say, oh, okay, these are people that I like. This is a storyline that I'm going to like, and then I just wait for it to come out. I don't do right. trailers anymore. I, but, you're already gonna watch it. Why waste the opportunity yeah. wasting it for yourself? Exactly, but with like the way they made Kingpin, with the way they made uh, a Scorpion, with the way they made uh, Green Goblin, I would absolutely throw my wallet at a Into the Spider Verse version of Venom. Like, mm-hmm. 
they could probably make Venom look just nuts. And I, I, I would love it. I would love every moment of it. Yeah. I mean, they kind of show that off a little bit with the way the collider worked. And, like, you know, that's kind of how I pictured, like, the symbiote or whatever, mm. like, you know, kind of work in that same way. But, yeah. No, I mean, going to the trailers, I remember in The Amazing Spider-Man 2 or 1, I don't remember which one, they show a scene where he's fighting Rhino and he's, like, throwing a sewer. It's a very specific scene. And I remember it looked cool in the trailer. And my whole, my brain that entire time was like, okay, well, the movie can't be over because uh, that scene hasn't popped up. Yep. And it is, it is literally the last fucking shot of the movie. <laughs> so like, yeah. I was kind of like on edge, like waiting, like, I mean, they'll cut stuff. Cause that was interesting when I watched the trailer for this was like, what, what, what's in the trailer that's not in the movie and in the trailer for the first one, they had a scene where Peter and Miles are sitting like at the train and like on one of those benches and that scene's just not in the movie. So it's like, you know, sometimes they'll do special things like games do the same thing. Yeah, but yeah, I remember that. Like you know, some kind of I'm with you there. I, I'm not as strict with not watching them. I usually will watch like the first one, and then I don't really seek out any more. I guess. Um, but uh, I watch like TV show trailers because I think it's a little bit easier because you know they have 15, 30, 30 seconds. Yeah, thirty seconds of a two hour movie. It for some reason is just like way too much. But you give me thirty seconds of a you know, 10 episode, you know, potentially like what, like 20 hour show or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that's nothing. Uh, so if you're doing it right, you just don't get everything away and then you can have more room for big changes and cliffhangers and switches and whatnot. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, for some reason with movies, it's just, especially if you're watching like one of those two minute trailers. Yeah, dude. You, you just, you see everything. And I just, I, 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 it ruins it for me now, which is very weird because there was a point where I used to live for trailers. And that, now I, I hate them. Yeah. I mean, so yeah. Micah can attest to this with the theater. And I, I really didn't like put this together till I worked there was that there you like have your theater, your movie start time. And then there's literally 20 minutes of trailers. And like, yeah. it's fucking not because you're sitting there like, Jesus. All right, let's go. Like, I'm ready to watch. I'm ready to watch Free Guy. Yeah, that was not all, No Way Home was the last one I saw. But I remember like No Way Home. I mean, shit, I hadn't been to a theater in over a year, year and a half or whatever at that point. And it's like, I forgot. And I was sitting there like, I'm ready to fucking, I want to watch Spider-Man. What the fuck am I doing? Right. I want to watch, you know, 15 trailers. And it's just like, damn, man, this is. How, how long has it been since you all have worked at the theater? I quit in 2000. Sean quit before me. What was it? 20. You probably quit 2016 or 17. I think, yeah. So. I think I think I quit 2018 early early or or late 2017 but I I don't quite remember. Yeah. Have you have you noticed like it's been it's obviously been at least 2 years since I've been to an actual theater but I feel like I noticed a shift in how many trailers you would see before a movie cuz I feel like I used to watch like you know the the film reel and the like super uh interesting coke fizzle forever and then i'd see like you know three trailers and the movie would start whereas mm-hmm. like now like yeah it legitimately feels like there are 30 minutes of trailers before you get to your feature film and i'm just so, I, like, I'm wondering when that happened so i know 
while I was a manager at the theater, we went from 15 minutes to 20 minutes. Mm. Uh, like designated, like that there was a specific paid allotment that mm. Cinemark was paid to air trailers for 15 minutes nonstop. So then they the the budget or the allotment or whatever that whatever that is went up to 20 while we were there. So probably I don't know 2016, 17, or 18. Mm. Uh, and so for all I know, it might have gone up since I, we were there mm-hmm. but at, at the very least in the last 10 years if it was less than 15 before we got indoctrined while it was 15 and then it since got bumped bumped up to 20 interesting okay i i guess it's i mean theaters don't really make a lot of money so i guess this was just another way to bring in more revenue because it's like cool we'll give you all more time to show your films if you want to pay us more um, yeah I, I mean yeah i mean they they make their money on on concessions, concessions right? and yeah. and uh which trailers they can show and even then the trailers sometimes like so like disney comes swinging in with their dicks and they're just like all right here's the deal you are going to show our movies coming out this year so you don't have a choice if so, like, for instance, it would be when, like, Endgame came out. It's like, all right, you're going to show Spider-Man, and then you're going to show uh, our animated Pixar movie that's coming out in three months, and then you're going to show our blah, blah, blah. And so it was always, or you know, Star Wars. And so mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. usually it, it, there was a bit of a control coming from the corporate office, but interesting then okay. you then once you had disney they were just like fuck it like we're swinging our dicks around heavy so they can afford to right they, sure exactly. can. they can um the music in this film i wanted to jared you want to bring this up specifically but i think it is it's the, the music is very prominent and important in this movie um yeah obviously yeah. it's phenomenal oh it's so good it like it hits every mark um obviously sunflower is a big song and i think that that song's like easily like I think it's over two, 1.5 billion streams or whatever on Spotify, and that's nuts. One of um, only two Post Malone songs I've ever liked. Yeah, Sunfl- <laughs> Sunflowers. A, that's a good song. It's. Yeah. I do like how he's like singing with it too, and it's kind of. Uh, he's a little bit off, you know, or whatever. Yeah. I yeah. listened to the soundtrack uh, for a while after I saw the movie because it's a pretty decent soundtrack, and it's got it's. I mean the. The people they got for it is incredible. I mean, if you just look at it, like, you know, Post Alone and Sway Lee, freaking, mm-hmm. I got, I didn't realize I got Nicki Minaj for a song, probably because I didn't listen to it because I don't listen to Nicki Minaj. <laughs> uh, but like Juice World, Ski Master Slump God, Lil Wayne, Ty Dolla Sign, they had XXX when he was uh, still alive, Denzel Curry, Vince Staples. Um, I, I think yeah, the yeah. other thing I like about this, uh, the soundtrack is that the people that are on it also feel really representative of like what miles would actually be listening to mm-hmm. um, yeah which is really really nice you know it's not just like let's see like there's no there's no like 21 pilots right on this what's real popular right, right, right now yeah yeah right, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. uh and i i really really like that about um about you fucking imagine <laughs> I'm glad that yeah, you. Yeah. I'm glad. Just, I'm glad that you asked that because I can imagine that. Yeah. God damn it! 
it's a it's great but i mean even even outside of just the general release soundtrack i think the actual soundtrack of like the action or the the film is really really good Mm -hmm. um just the the different transition scene music uh they do the scenes where he's like freaking out and having you know you know not puberty moments uh, (laughs) are really good the action scenes the music adds to it makes them so much more intense Mm -hmm. uh they they just did a phenomenal job with the sounds of this movie uh all around and it really really stuck out to me it's the smallest thing but it's he's shaking the spray can i don't know what it is with that noise but it's very satisfying hearing like the and seeing the can it's this i love that I love it so much mm-hmm. in this. Um, and I do love the inner monologue that he's got when he starts getting his powers is so funny. He's just oh, like, yeah, right yeah. Up, you know, it's, why, why am I so loud? Yeah, yeah. What is this voice? What in the hell is going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then it's all written next to him. Yeah. God, that, yeah. Yeah, good. and like that's them good. bringing in the whole comic element into it is so good. It's so funny and it fits mm-hmm. it so well. The frame rate of this movie is interesting. I mean, I think it play, it probably plays at 24, but like the frame rate of like how they move is like the weird it's the most unique and amazing thing with this where it's like kind of choppy but it's not choppy you know and it's like just at like that weird spot of like being stop motion but also not stop motion and yeah the um it's my i fucking loved how they did this in the uh, miles morales game on playstation where they have that skin in there and you can put the effect on where it's like how it is in the movie where it's kind of like that choppy and i love it's so fucking cool i don't know how they did it but I love that they did, and it's amazing. And I just love that suit. That suit's so good. Yeah. Again, I'm just I still running. haven't. I, I still haven't gotten to the the new uh, Spider-Man game, but I, I do own it. And I you, just, it's, dragging, I've been dragging my feet getting to it, but I I'm excited to give it a try. I I think that that was one of the suits that they had in the movie too, which I thought was the one that they made for the Spider-Man game was one of the suits in the yeah. the whole lineup of suits and whatnot. Um. Also, that was definitely my favorite part of the movie, animation wise, is the like when they made the decision to bring out the the comic book effects. Mm-hmm. Um, because like the entire movie's not even in that like comic book pop art right uh, mode, but they when they decide to make it that is just like wow that yeah that's the perfect time to do it. Incredible choice. Yeah. Um, or like when uh when B Parker like glitches and how much different that is than literally anything else that you've seen mm-hmm. on the scene on the screen at that point and it's like jarring but like almost in a good way mm-hmm. uh, yeah the and the animation choices behind this film were great like i i don't know how much time they put into it but it was the right amount yeah. right yeah it was so much fun to just look at at all times there was never a moment where you wanted to take your eyes off the screen because mm-hmm. something else yeah would come up absolutely yeah it's it's just one of my favorite things. It's why I like watching it every time is a treat because it's always there's something new to look at or see or notice, and it's rewarding as a viewer to see yeah. that stuff every time. Um, I also wrote down when he's saying to play dumb with the security guard, and he's like, uh, "What did he say? Uh, are you Miles Morales? Play dumb. Who's Morales? Not that dumb." <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so funny. The writing of this, that. the writing of this movie is so good. Well, um, that's like also he, yeah, it's it's a. Yeah, Phil, Phil, Chris, and Phil, or what? oh, Chris Miller and Phil Lord. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I mean, they did what Lego Movie, and they 
Like they just have a good track record of of just like solid, funny, quality, it's, top tier writing. I think it's hard. It's it's weird in animation too because it's like the the back and forth, like the, the timing. I think is a hard thing where it feels natural. Oh, for it's, sure, it's quick. It feels like they're really like in the same room because usually it's like you wait for that little pause and then the next person will go. But this is like it's snappy, and that's what I think mm-hmm. makes the pacing of this so fucking good. It's because it's just you're enthralled the whole time because it's either the dialogue or what you're seeing you know and that's obviously you know you you want to keep your viewers engaged but then they just like right. they crushed it man it's just so fucking funny um i love this. the thing that stuck out to me on this watch was well other than the uh nick kroll mulaney poster mm-hmm. was when they got to aunt may's house um and he was like hey could you help us with fixing this and aunt may was like oh a goober and it's like yeah wait like no like literally the only people who probably call them that are the parker family right. and i guess that is the thing that travels across dimensions because right. like you hand that yeah. to anybody else on the screen right now and i'm like oh you found a goober like that's so it's so weird well, yeah, well, but I, well I peter, love that P- peter peter b parker brings up the goober too in mm-hmm. his in his bit, so yeah, so that's that's that definitely carries across somehow. It's a nice. Yeah, I didn't catch, I didn't catch that, but that was that's fucking yeah, that is good. Yep. That's I mean, so I learned this in the film class was set up and payoff, and set up and payoff is something that you want to do as a writer. And a good example they use is Back to the Future, where the very beginning of Back to the Future, there's a lot of set up and payoff, and it's usually rewarding for the viewer when it's not like you know slapped in her face of like, hey. You know, like that example there, it's not like, hey, hey, you know, like they could have like cut to Peter and Peter being like, oh my God, this is Aunt May of like the goober. He's like, oh, that's what I call it too. But like, you know, you put it together on your own. It's not like, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. and you're like, oh shit, like I remember that moment. And so like Back to the Future does that where it's like, okay, you see the skateboard coming, the TV's talking about the stolen plutonium, and then the skateboard hits the thing of stolen plutonium. You're like, oh shit, okay, that's where the thing on the TV's talking about. But they're not slapping you in the face with like someone's right. saying it out loud. And I think this movie does that well, and I think that's what makes yeah. it fun to watch. Is it's not they're not treating sure. they're not treating you as dumb, you know. They're assuming that you're a well versed viewer and whatnot who's paying um, attention, yeah. right? And I love like the little I I wrote this down too was the when they're doing like the all right let's go over this one more time and like it's so Peter B's sequence of that and I loved how they focused on how much he loves eating because he's got a gut and right, I, I yeah. noticed I noticed. The, the portal's opening up, and he's kind of like looking at it like, oh, that's fucking weird. And he keeps fucking eating. <laughs> it's like, it not the moment that you'd be like, oh, I'll keep eating what I'm doing. And so as he's getting sucked right. up, he's getting sucked up, and he masks his, uh, or he uh, webs his mask. Mm-hmm. And then he's going up, and then I saw he's trying to web the fucking piece of pizza again. As he's like, <laughs> like God damn, man, let the fucking pizza go. But I don't did know. You, uh, did you also notice the piece of pizza on the tub when he was crying in the shower no i did not notice yeah that. so when he's when he's crying in the shower about like how his life is hard there's a slice of pizza <laughs> on the left side of the tub oh my god no i did not notice that that's incredible that's like those small details there's a lot of that in this movie too or again yeah it makes rewatching this so rewarding is like oh shit like so yeah that i did not notice and that's hilarious um, yeah, it's just all those little details and like Easter eggs. Like this yeah. movie is just jam packed with all that shit. Yeah. The uh, the other really awesome dialogue part that I noticed the first time I watched it, and I was reminded of it again, is when he's like going over the plan, mm-hmm. um, and they're talking about uh, 
well, who we find out is, you know, Doc Ock, but just differently Doc right. Ock. Um, and he's like, yeah, and we're going to have to go in there and we're going to find the scientist and see what he's doing. And he's like, oh, no, it's her. And he's like, all right, cool. Step four, reexamine my biases. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Those little quips, man, they're so good. They're so funny. Oh, my God. Um, I wrote down to... It's the scene where Miles tries swinging, I think, for the first time. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ah! And like the A's are following him down. And yeah, then think, the numbers and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when he gets his powers, or like, well, he has them, but like when he finally like gets them working and he's swinging up, then uh, it says woo. And the woos are coming up with him. So like, you know, he's, you know, he, he's going up. You know, his, his spirits are, you know, like that. You could look into it however you want. But I thought that that was kind of a nice touch of like, these little visual things that really just make mm-hmm. this movie fucking stand out, man. It's just so good. Yeah. It's so good. When, uh, the, the other thing where he's teaching him how to swing is he's like, yeah, you you swing and you double tap to release. And yeah. He's like, whip, release, whip, release. Yep. And it's like saying whip as they're going. Yep. Right. Also an iconic yeah. sound. It is. It is. It's so it's it's weird seeing it in writing, too. I don't know what it's. Yeah. It's the perfect. I wonder uh, if it's in the dictionary now. I don't know. I would hope. Maybe. Yeah. Could be. Um, the whip. I love the... Uh, he's got his whole plan, Peter B. Parker, and he's like, all right. And then uh, at the very end of it, he's like, and I'm going to take a bagel. And then he ends up doing it. And as they're running away, you hear the one person say, hey, that person took a bagel or whatever. And that's why they're chasing. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. like why yep, that one yep, person yep. chasing comes because he took I a saw that one this time too. Also, <laughs> did that guy turn his chair into a gun? Do I remember he, that he, correctly? He uh, honestly might have. I, I don't know. That whole... I I didn't rewind it, but I couldn't tell if he like pulled a gun like out of his sleeve or if he literally stood up, pulled his chair out, and the chair turned into a gun. <laughs> but like all of them had guns. All of those scientists had guns. And made me wonder like, are they all scientists or is this kind of like mm-hmm. the army where if you're gonna work here, you also have to know some basic level of combat. Yeah. Uh but yeah, the, the, the he took a bagel part was hilarious. That's so good. I I, I want to draw attention to something Skog just said because that just blew my mind. Um, he also Doc Ock going. My friends call me Olivia, and then later Aunt May is like, "Oh, Olivia's here." <laughs> oh, I didn't That's, notice that. I, That's funny. I didn't catch that. I didn't catch that at all. Interesting, but. That oh. that sort of explodes and opens up this whole other realm of of shit you know what i get that would make sense because in spider-man 2, so if we're going to go off just the movies and things like that in spider-man 2 peter does work with doc ock so yeah, it would make exactly. it would make like if, if we're gonna assume something similar here happened i mean it would make sense maybe peter worked with them or right something, so was there kind of would you know kind of be and trying to pick your brain was mm. there actually ever a point in which Peter Parker and Wilson Fisk did work together because he organized that whole benefit at the end. And he did say he was like his good friend, mm-hmm. but like, was there, was there a point in which they worked together and Spider-Man just didn't know that Wilson Fisk was evil or was that just him blowing smoke up people's asses and trying to put on a fake charity event? Be like, Oh yeah, we all knew Spider-Man. He was a friend of mine. I, that was one thing I noticed and I was trying to figure out if it was like true or not. Cause like the Doc Ock thing, I do remember mm-hmm. um, them at one point working together. Uh, but like the Wilson Fisk, Peter connection, I was like, he's just, he's just saying that. Right. Mm-hmm. But he also was able to get Mary Jane there 
what seems like pretty easily. So that's true. I was wondering what that backstory was. Yeah, it's you know that's a good question. I honestly don't know. I know. Yeah, I'm not sure either. I don't know if there was ever a time where like Fisk was like, you know, kind of like Doc. Quote, good. Yeah, like a yeah. Doc Ock where it's like, okay, he was on the right path, and then you know, uh, A, B, and C happened. Now he's lost his way. Because he also claimed that Spider-Man was the one who killed his family, and I did not do any research into why he thought that. Um, that was because he was fighting Spider-Man. Are you talking about in the Spider-Verse movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the scene, he's fighting Spider-Man, and he's getting ready to like punch him or something, and then his wife and his kids see him about to beat the shit out of Spider-Man, and they're like, what are you doing? Like, okay, we got to get out of here. He's not who we thought he was. And as they're leaving, that's when the truck hits their car, as they're leaving and that's when they die so i think fisk sees like you know spider-man did whatever that caused this to happen which then caused them to leave. basically basically him him blaming spider-man for his own reaction okay to- so yeah all right i wasn't sure if there was ever actually anything that made sense as to why he would believe that but no that's just no yeah, it, 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 yeah very very, very okay. like ab- abuser mentality of just like you th- this is your fault that i responded this way yeah okay because like with uh with spider with the spider-man and his uh dad or with miles and his dad where he sees like spider-man standing over his uncle aaron mm-hmm. like coming in on that like logically you could be like did spider-man just kill my brother mm-hmm. whereas like with wilson it's just like i was being bad my family found out i was being bad and then they died okay yep this is spider-man's fault right it's like no that's not how that works buddy. no no he's just <laughs> blaming him because it's easy it's convenient i don't know yeah that's my understanding of it so okay all right cool well, so if if you extrapolate it out a, a bit farther from just the movie to, uh, like, so if you go to like to Daredevil, you know, Fisk was hiring lawyers, which is how he got in contact with Murdoch, who is Daredevil. Mm-hmm. So it, it, in that same vein of things, it wouldn't surprise me if like you know Peter Parker, the aspiring scientist, as a high school or whatever interacted with like fisk enterprise mm. as a as a kid but i think that's just something they don't show or 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 decide to dive into for this mm-hmm. yeah. uh, movie's sake no that's a fair point i could see that i kind of i kind of like that i don't have the comic book knowledge just because i can see i can see just i mean just being on the internet you can see people get upset about maybe continuity issues or you can see people get upset about focusing on this part of a a multiverse instead of this part of a multiverse like potentially like melding certain things and like i don't know any of that so i'm just i'm just fucking happy to be here for the ride Mm -hmm. um but yeah like like this is more just like oh i'm curious about why this story element went as opposed to like instead of having that knowledge like oh i can't believe they uh decided to go with the Peter Parker works with Doc Ock storyline instead of the Peter Parker got like a Scott. Like I don't have any of that bullshit right. going on. And I love, right. I love that aspect. Yeah. No, I think that I, I think I, I'd agree with you on that one too. I think it opens you up to just, you're not sitting there going like, okay, like, I mean, I, I'm not gonna spoil game of Thrones. Cause I had a moment like that with game of Thrones where I, I was waiting for something to happen that didn't happen mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know what could have happened with that particular thing, but I think that applies to the comics and things because you're sitting there going, 
you know, like, okay, well, in this, uh, in series, whatever the fuck, you know, you could, I, I don't know, you could fall down that rabbit hole real quick, which is then pulling you out of this movie. Like, just take it for what this is. Just enjoy this right yeah. now. So, I mean, I think that's, that's a, right. bl- it's a blessing. It, it, this is one presentation of one story in this whole universe, and it, it doesn't need to match anything else necessarily. Right. And I mean, there are multiple stories. There's multiple verses out there. You don't need to have, yeah. you know, them all or have them all be the same thing. I mean, I, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, hence the hence the Spider Verse too. I mean, it's like that's the whole point. It's just like this is every every and any story of how a single person became a spider person right <laughs> hence you know spider ham and the the nick cage one and the, yeah so i think that's part of it it's, it's it's just like it breaks the genre from the from the ground up yeah it was a fresh take on on this character and story you know it's yeah it, it could, for sure could have easily gone down like you know the kind of the uncle ben route type of stuff which i guess you could argue kind of happens with aaron but it's it's different that you know it's not like you know, Uncle Ben was a bad guy and Peter had to fight Uncle Ben. Like that whole conflict of right. of Aaron and Miles, I thought was pretty fascinating. Um, yeah. It just the tension. I, I know what's going to happen in the fucking movie, but the tension in this fucking movie is so good. Like the whole train sequence when he's running from Aaron, I was just like, fuck, man. Like I could feel my body tensing up. And then when he's chasing Miles, um, when they're all at Aunt May's house and they're fighting and yeah. he's, he's running from Aaron, it's just like, fuck. Oh my god, dude! I was freaking out. I knew exactly what was going to happen. So, uh, I think that that speaks a lot to the filmmakers and like what they did. That even knowing what's going to happen, I'm still that enthralled with with the movie. Yeah. Another moment that I both loved and hated because you know I obviously would I obviously really wanted a scene where Miles and Aaron could have talked about like the situation that they were in because mm-hmm. it's like man this is tricky and so he like puts his mask back down yeah and i'm i'm literally sitting there thinking to myself all right cool how is aaron gonna going to get out of this situation yeah. like is he gonna be like oh i got the doodad spider-man's worthless or like this isn't even the real spider-man and just like throws him down but we don't get there yeah because kingpin shoots him and it's like I'm sad, but also this is the kind of content that I want. Yeah. Like they're they're giving me real life consequences. They're giving me people making actual real time decisions. Yeah. And Kingpin is a very impatient person, so it yep. would make yeah. sense that he's just like, you know what, you're taking too long. Kill this person and give me the shit that I want. Yeah. Um, but I was I was so so sad that there was never like a sit down in the apartment where Miles could have just been like, yeah, so uh. How long you been a supervillain? Mm-hmm. Uh, and Aaron had to like explain himself, but now he's dead. Yeah, he's just dead. Yeah, yeah. They don't really get into how he became Prowler and stuff, do they? And not that I can remember. No. Yeah, no. Literally, the, we see Aaron. He goes to his the first time we see him, we just see him in his apartment. He's hanging out with him. Gives him advice on how to talk to girls. Mm-hmm. They go tag up uh somewhere underground and the next thing we know he's prowler he's and prowler yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah 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 there, there's very there's very little delving into his his story yeah. he uh he said the reason why he knew about that spot where uh miles ends up getting bit is because he did some quote-unquote engineering work down there once that's right uh but that's the only backstory we know yeah damn yeah i didn't put that i didn't even think about uh any kind of backstory with him so i'm wondering if maybe i mean 
since they're doing all the multiverse kind of stuff, like opening up the door to Aaron alive being in a different vert. Cause I, I don't know, you know, we'll see. Yeah. I, uh, it, it'll be interesting because I mean, you also have to re- remember that he's prowler, but his brother is a fucking cop in New York. Mm-hmm. So it's right. just like, where, why, why, what, what did what, those paths diverge? Right. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I would imagine that, Miles is still going to have access to Aaron's apartment. True. Um, so maybe maybe in the next one, Miles goes back there to try and be nostalgic and then ends up Finds finding the origin something. of Prowler. Yeah. yeah. Some kind could, of origin story. That, there, that could be that could be that, that could be super cool. Yeah. yeah. No, that would be fun. Maybe to watch. he turns Aaron's apartment into his new spider lair, and that's that's his uh, little thing. There's there's just there's a lot of room and I'm I'm really excited for the next one. Uh, that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why I'm staying yeah. as far away from the trailer as possible because I want literally everything about it to just be completely fresh. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't even know there was good. a trailer, so I uh yeah, I think there is. I think if it is, it's like a short one, but I'm pretty sure one's come out like a teaser or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's like a well, I, 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 I'm, as we already said, like I'm I'm sticking away from it. So yeah. like I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm here I'm here to watch it no matter what. So yeah, I mean, anything in that universe now, I'm gonna be 100 percent on board. And yeah, um, yeah, yeah. If they decided to go the same route with other characters i wouldn't hate it no um i think same i still think venom would be my number one choice just because i think this animation style lends itself really well to venom but like yeah uh, i don't know if they want they want to do anybody else I'll, i'll watch it i think they've been making interesting twists with the villains too you know like with doc ock being uh, mm-hmm. Live Olivia, you know, yeah. and like Green mm-hmm. Goblin being fucking terrifying, whatever the fuck he was, you know. Yeah. Like, I would love to see their take on Venom, or uh, if they wanted to get real fucking spooky, they can put Carnage in there too. Uh, yeah. Oh, or- that's what I meant to look up. I meant to look up if is like is Scorpion, which I just found out is um the same dude uh from Narcos, which is amazing. Nar- mm. I been, I just rewatched Narcos cuz it's so good. Narcos. Um, I fucking love Narcos. I meant to see if Scorpion is a canon uh Spider-Man villain cuz this is the first time I think I've heard He's technically he's technically in the MCU. He is not we have okay. not seen Scorpion though. Um in the first Spider-Man, they show Vulture in the prison or whatever. It's the end credit scene. Mm. He talks to some guy, and that person that he talks to is Scorpion, technically. Mm. I think the okay. he's, he's got a Scorpion tattoo on him somewhere or something like that. So, um, but yeah, no, he is like a he's been a comic book villain from my understanding. So, also forgot to look up uh, who is the. Who's the like Frankenstein looking guy who is Wilson Fisk's mm. right hand man? I, who I, was that? I have no idea. That's a good question. Um, to look yeah, I don't know that either. I'm because I, I was like, what do you? Who who are you? What do you do? Do you do you just have like gray skin and you know how to shoot things? Because like that kind of sucks. That's pretty boring. <laughs> In the superhero uh, superhero world, yeah. It's not the most exciting. Ooh, da- actually, I don't think Daredevil in this type of universe would be pretty fun to watch. I would watch Daredevil animated like this. Oh, yeah, I would I would too, actually, now that you say that. I'm I'm having a hard time with the Netflix 
series. I I I don't even remember if I finished the first season. I uh, so I know I know Sean is a big fan, and I I don't want to shit on Sean's fun. I had a hard time with Daredevil the series too. I thought it was very uh, middling, I guess, or mm-hmm. as Sean would say, I was very whelmed. Yeah, I'm in the uh, same boat. Still better than Iron Fist. Still better than Iron Fist. I, if anything, I so I thought Jessica Jones season one was amazing. Yeah, very good. And then very dark. and then season season three was also good. And then I thought the Punisher series was really good. Yeah, Mm -hmm. of Daredevil, really, basically season two with Punisher. That was probably my favorite part. The rest was just kind of like, meh. I could, I could give or take. Again, another one of the uh, one of the darker characters of the universe, which obviously I'm clearly a a big fan of. That's, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I think Invincible is perfect. That's Mm, it's literally everything I've ever wanted in a comic book. Yeah. I think uh, I would be interested if you tried because I think a lot of people. I'm a sidetrack from Spider-Man a little bit with this, but with comics, I think um, Saga kind of broke my expectations with comic books, where it doesn't necessarily have to be something that is uh, like a superhero thing. And Saga is just so like wild and out there. And I was like, "Fuck!" I had no idea comics were like this and things like that. And so I think the expectations of comics changed for me after read saga. And now like it's kind of in that, I think image is the people that made invincible. They also per, or, uh, distribute um, saga too. Mm-hmm. So it's that same mm-hmm. company. So like yep. it's, I, I don't think they could do, if they're going to do saga, they'd have to do how they do invincible or something. All one. Cause it's just fucking crazy. Like there's just, they would not have the budget to do a live action saga. There's just, it'd be yeah. the most expensive show in the fucking world. And I think they could have a lot of fun with it too if they did like Amazon or Netflix or something like that. So I'm hoping something happens with it. But um, yeah, the darker stuff does, I think, I think it's just more interesting. You know, it's not like, I think we have our expectations with this stuff now. So it's nice when things break those expectations of like, and that was what was refreshing with Game of Thrones was like, mm-hmm. no one's safe. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Yep. You know? Yeah. So it's yeah. Like, I hate sure. plot armor. I yeah. hate plot armor so 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 much because it takes away. Uh, oh wait, I'm oh, good. It takes away um, whatever what, expectations yeah, you might have. Like you, or, yeah. you can like sure you might not know how you get to wherever it is that you get to, um, but like you still know that you're going there. Um, yeah. Oh wait, did I fully disconnect my video? Hold on. Whoop. Yeah, you did. You've disappeared. Yeah. Yeah, you're gone. <laughs> my, uh, my my internet dropped out for like a second, and so I think I just need to uh, log back in, and then just, I'm good. You just need to download more internet. Yeah, yeah. Just you, just you know, uh, you think, you think you have enough? You um, you need a couple more gigabytes of internet if you. But yeah, no, I I despise plot armor. It's one of it's one of the things that even though I consume a ridiculous amount of anime, it's mm-hmm. my least favorite thing about anime. Is being able to know that like you're gonna have a huge villain fight, but then guess what? They're gonna become friends with that villain, and then they're gonna go. I hate that shit. Just kill them. Yeah, Just take them yeah. out. Yeah, like like this person literally leveled like cities, uh, and you know tried to commit genocide, but you know you had one ba- battle where they bested you, and now all of a sudden 
you yeah. you can see you can see the errors of your way and why humanity should stay the way right. it is and be fought for. And it's like, nah, you gotta you gotta get rid of that. I go back to Man of yeah. Steel. Zod could not live. You yeah. could not have a yeah. world with Zod in it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, same with the the MCU actually. Um when they when they took out Thanos, I freaked out, dude. I was so happy. Yeah. Yeah. It was also really satisfying, and it was also only in like minute thirty of a three hour movie. So I'm like, fuck yeah, what else is coming? Give me more. <laughs> Throw it more at me. I loved um I loved Ryan. He was ranting about uh about how he's like, I want the villain to win. Like that's my favorite thing. And it's like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, that's weird. That's like, okay, well, have you watched spoiling MCU stuff, but have you everyone was like, have you watched Infinity War? Because Thanos literally fucking wins. At the end of that, he's like, he's like, oh, no. he's like, no, I haven't watched it. Oh, dude, Ryan, Jesus, like, God, dude. <sighs> yeah, dude, the ending of that movie was great. I still use that uh, meme pretty regularly, where he literally just like goes out and just like he's like, yeah, I did it. Looks out at the sun. Yeah, it's like fuck you guys. And and guess what? It created an incredibly interesting world because now you have a world where the snap happens and everybody references it all the time, and like people's lives have changed drastically because of it yeah it's yeah. It, like that is so good for plot it's, development it's still it's, it's, it's amazing yeah it still gets reference i think they reference it in no way home so like it's not just like something where it's like you know they kind of reference it in the first couple you know but it's like there's still it's still something that comes up you know yep it's it's something that marvel has done world building so fucking i know we're string from spider-verse but they've done so well <laughs> with their world building and it's like DC cannot get that fucking grounding of like, they want to jump. Yeah. They want to jump to Avengers. Cause if, I mean, that's when, you know, MCU, the, all that stuff started blowing up, but it's like, like I don't care about these characters. So like, <laughs> give me something, you know, I don't know. So I, I want them to, ca- I would love to have those characters and things in something that's, I basically want Marvel to have competition essentially. Yeah. yeah. Competition's always good. Yeah. And I mean, there are, I would, I would, say i'd probably say from again not an expert whatsoever but from the little bit that i do know i would say that marvel does have more interesting characters on a whole but like uh, that doesn't mean that dc doesn't have anybody that is interesting like there are people in the dc universe that i would love to learn more about and would love to see movies of but they just they are just they're just not they're, just, they're not the they're not shep- yeah they're not shepherding their their uh film franchise as good as marvel is and Mm-mm. i think they just it's it's really i think it's a systemic problem they just need to whoever's in charge in the corporate office is fucking up and so it's just they need to restart literally just from the ground up and and yeah get someone get someone who's interested in doing it and not interested in competing they don't want Marvel. Yeah, they try. I mean, they shit. They tried to do Justice League, and yeah, I, I think we had a they, solo. They, for, they for yeah, they forced their hand so hard. They were just like, ah, Marvel did it. We need to do it. And yeah. it's just like no, like, like just just tell your stories and naturally build there if you want to do it. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know. There's that's like like Guardians of the Galaxy was nobody fuck knew read nothing. Like I mean, people heard of them in some capacity maybe but like like everybody knows guardians of the galaxy now and they were just such an unknown thing yeah and now it's like everybody fucking knows like, like so i'm sure dc is sitting on plenty of characters and things that are interesting oh, for like sure that, yeah that they should I, like i would love to see that stuff i mean guardians just took me by surprise and i i, I love guardians so 
I'm hoping, yeah. hopefully, side tra- I just, man, I'm just ranting so far from Spider-Verse now, but it's just, yeah. I mean, we're kind of still in that vein because, you know, it's the Spider-Verse. Yeah, and, right. you it's, know, it's all related. Cool. You yeah. could eventually see these characters within. I mean, even as like, even if we tie it in just to the greater thing, I have not seen the new Spider-Man yet. But like, obviously, it, at this point, it's been impossible for me to avoid spoilers. But like, obviously, and I watched Loki. There is a multiverse aspect coming in, so mm-hmm. we could see more of these characters that we are talking about in other people's worlds or we could just see characters that we did not know about um before in some of these worlds and so they might actually find their way into the spider-verse later on just because you know it's a whole gigantic universe which i think would be pretty cool yeah um i'm I'm trying to figure out there was this shows you how much i care about comic books there was a character that i found out about when i was like deep into my um Probably, I don't know, Avengers probably just came out, so I was reading a lot about comic books. But there's one character that like I want to see in a movie so bad, and I can't remember their name. I think it's like, might be Black Bolt. I think it's Black Bolt. Oh, that... yeah. He was uh, Inhuman. He yeah, was... yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's, um, he's a, he, so I've read those comics. He's fat, uh, yeah. I'm kind of, I don't know why they did the show for Inhumans, because, I mean, maybe this is something that they'll, bring back a little bit into like because you know we're in like this new phase of marvel and things like that so maybe because yeah black bolt is he's a wild he's he's fun to read because he's he, he can't he can't talk. he can't talk because yeah, his voice is so, so powerful, powerful that it literally kills people right yeah so he yeah yeah he literally does not talk and that's when you know like the scenes where he does like shit's going bad and wrong or like mm-hmm. like he's got to resort to that power and he's like insane of yeah like his strength is nuts so give give me i i just don't really like live action content and like anton mount is you know fine or whatever but hell on wheels wasn't that great (laughs) uh so like you know give me an animated version of black bull and i'll give you all the money in my pocket Mm because i i'm just so fascinated by him as a character yeah um so yeah, like if you want, like bring all of these people into all of the multiverses that you have, and I will, I will watch it. Yeah, yeah, I'd be there for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. I don't really have anything else. Um, I guess I think I also got out all my. Let me just double check. Uh, yeah, I think I got I think out I all got... my notes. Yeah, I mean, I have fight I sequences down, too. and I mean, just the final fight sequence is nuts. I mean, really, I I could sit there and rant about it all day but the that last fight scene with uh you know they're trying to get all the spider uh people home and things and like that whole i i love i love yeah. every second of it like you know he's just how he's trying to get to the top and he's sliding through the the two buildings coming together and things like like oh man filmmaking is a big chef's kiss on this movie because it's just incredible but yeah i had i had one more note and it was just a general one my favorite thing about spider-man and i love it when they put it in the movies and i think they started doing this more with like the tom holland spider-man is whenever his eyes change size I like giggle like a little kid and get mm-hmm. excited because I think it's so funny. So like when he's yeah. thinking 
and his eyes get really small or like yeah. you see something and his eyes get really big mm-hmm. and it like changes on the mask that he's wearing right. i i love it lose it, my shit every time yeah and they did that a lot in this movie and i loved it every time mm-hmm. i love the uh i mean the, i feel like the meme is super popular where he's trying to think and miles is sitting there you know and he's like also like oh yeah mm-hmm. he's trying mm-hmm. to get in the mindset you know i love it's yeah no the, yeah. all of the I mean, they have more control and they can have a little bit more fun and make it more, uh, I mean, literally animated. You know? <laughs> yeah. But like, it, and I do like that. Those touches add a lot to the character. Um, and I've seen Tom Holland say where like when he has to do those scenes in the suit, he's like, I have to be like over the top. And he's like under the suit, probably just like going wild and crazy trying to like, cause you, <laughs> you know, you rely so much on your face for those subtleties and you lose yeah. all of that. Oh, actually, I just realized, do you think that do you think that Peter B. Parker being in those sweats was a nod to the original live action Spider Man being filmed? Because they would have to, he would wear sweats on suit. I or, uh, wear sweats on set while in between takes. I guess it was just cold. Like, have you ever seen those pictures of like Andrew Garfield like in full suit, but then just like sweatpants on? I, I actually, you know what? I would not put it past them to do that. So, yeah, I bet you that is. I mean, yeah, I mean, the fact that they did a nod in the movie to the to the Tobey Maguire franchise at the beginning with the with the <laughs> yeah the, dan- the dance oh, yeah. scene you that know that was god like in the in the pointing meme yeah at the, yeah, the yeah, very end. Exactly. yeah yeah it it, it it wouldn't surprise me if if that was an actual tie-in yeah also the uh the spider ham uh thing uh or he's like that's all folks he's like is he legal yeah, allowed dude. to say that? <laughs> <laughs> I love them drawing it. That, that's so like 22 Jump Street where they're like, uh, he's like, well, if we make another, like, I, I don't know why, but they're giving us more money to make another one. Like, you know, they're so meta with the whole thing and I love them doing that stuff. Um, yeah. 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 Great film. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Uh, I think it's phenomenal. I think whatever year it came out in, I it was my favorite. It came out in 2018. 2018. Yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure that was my favorite film to come out that year. Yep. 100 percent deserved the Oscar that it got. Like easily, yeah. yeah. It won. I actually looked it up. It had its, it had its own accolades page because it just got so absolutely many. cleaned up yeah. at whatever show it was at. So yeah, no, this yeah. was a this was a film that I think we can all agree on was perfect, like yeah. phenomenal. Uh, what is it at on Rotten Tomatoes? I think it's at it's at a ninety seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes right yeah. now. Yeah, that's, so. that's uh, yeah. I think I just saw it too. They posted it's the highest rated of the Spider Man movies too. Yeah, yeah. And it deserves it. I believe it. It's fucking good. All right, friends, I'm going to wrap this up. Um, Let me see what I have written down here. Um, We're going to try to do this bi-weekly right now. So not this coming week, but the week after. That could change. Mm -hmm. So um, if you want Discord, if you're not in our Discord, down below, we'll post all of our updates and things there. Um, And then we'll also be posting... I, I honestly, uh, since we talked about it, I kind of want to do Swiss Army Man next because I haven't watched that in a long time, and Jared hasn't seen it, so I'd love to give him a fucking excuse to watch I, that movie. I, I, I would uh, not I, be disappointed. I, with yeah, that. <laughs> I figure that you would not be upset about doing it either. So, oh yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, we'll we'll talk about yeah. it, but if we don't need to, uh, uh, yet. Oh, I think it's I think it's on, I think it's on Showtime right now, so I could technically just, just turn it on, just streaming, yeah. So yeah. I think that that will be what our next film is. But if you want, Discord is going to be the way to stay in touch with that. Um, let me see. You. Are you always going to review movies you love? Or are you going to roast some too? I, Scott, I don't. We're kind of just 
flying by the seat of our pants. I mean, I would be up for watching quote unquote bad movies. Yeah, I was gonna so, say I'm happy to roast the shit out of stuff. So I mean, there's there's also movies that we're gonna do that all of us haven't seen. Like there is, I mean, I don't think this is going to happen just because I I think our tastes are aligned. But there is a chance that we could watch Swiss Army Man, and I come back and I'd be like, why did you guys recommend this dog shit? <laughs> I, I'm, like, I, I could feel, I could hate it. I feel like I have a grasp I, on your taste, so I'm gonna be surprised. But I mean, I don't know. This will be. Yeah. I. I, I I could see you coming back like, why the hell did you recommend this weird movie? I don't think you would say it was dog shit, but I, I could see you coming back and just being like, what the fuck was that movie? <laughs> Is it? Have you seen Guns Akimbo yet? I have not, but I've, I, it's on my list. Okay, we well, should add that on there. I'm not going to say anything more about Guns Akimbo because that if like if you want uh, something that we can just give you just like absolute what the hell what's going on content. That is absolutely yeah. a movie we. Can I, watch. I, I I'd watch anything with Daniel Radcliffe, so I'm mm-hmm. I'd be there for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not uh, there yet. <laughs> uh, to answer your question, Mary, can we suggest movies? I think what we're gonna eventually start doing is we'll probably pick, and this is me thinking right now, I guess out loud in the middle of this podcast, is that we'll probably pick yes. like four movies or something like that, and maybe let uh, people decide what we watch next or something, unless we're like very like clear like hey i really want to watch this we're going to do this so um that's something that could happen we're kind of still figuring out the flow and you know what we're gonna where we're gonna go with stuff and things like that so i'm not gonna say everything is you know this is the way so but um i what i will probably end up doing is creating just a discord channel for stuff or i guess there's the movie recommendations in our discord so there's that too but yeah, I mean, well, I, I think too. I, like, any, I think anyone is free to to recommend or suggest any movie, and we can always just like not pick it, you know. Right. But it, but but if obviously somebody suggests something, and and fifteen people are like, oh shit, yeah, uh, do that one. I think we would all be like, oh, okay, well that mm-hmm. is more interesting since there seems to be some attention there. Yeah, agreed, and it's. I mean, I'm up for rewatching stuff. I think that's going to be a big part of yeah. what we do here is rewatching things that we've seen. Mm-hmm. I mean, older movies too, not just you know stuff like Spider Verse where it's four, three, four years old at this point. You know, yeah. stuff from way back when. So it's well, uh, also just just as a pivot too, like Eternals comes out next week, which is relatively new, and mm-hmm. I don't think Brian any of us have seen that. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have not. So, so it's, you're gonna have to pay me to watch black and white movies. By the way, I don't do it. <laughs> oh okay I, interesting i just straight up i don't i don't watch black and white movies unless like is, is there a the reason why gonna... is it just yes. like is it just like you just don't find it interesting or I, is... I i don't do well with old movies it's very very hard for you to keep my attention with old movies because i think that's just me being a jackass born <laughs> in the 90s what? But what about new movies that are filmed in black and white? So, like, the like yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say, like, you know, with Sin City, say for example, okay, that technically is quote unquote in black and white with a little bit of red in there. I can watch yeah. that. But okay. if you're gonna try to get me to watch like Buster Keaton, Citizen Kane, okay, yeah, no, I mean, that. yeah. Citizen <laughs> Kane is uh, like f- for all the good it did for the movie world, like it's. A, in this day and age it's a shit movie at the time it came out it it was a masterpiece but 
Like if you if you want uh, you me know. To, if you want me to watch like Casablanca, give me five thousand YouTube subs and I'll do a Casablanca review. Yeah, Otherwise, no, I mean, it, I'm, okay, I'm I'm to- I'm totally with you in that because it is like it's contextually it, it once it becomes this is only a good movie because of the context. That's sort of where I'm lost. Where you know it's like there there definitely are some older movies where I'm just like oh fuck yeah like that's a good movie. But it, specifically the two you mentioned, Casablanca and Sis and Kane, like. They they were groundbreaking at the time they came out, and since then mm-hmm. they've been they've just been ridden over over and over and over again. So it's yeah, just like I just, I just don't care. <laughs> yeah, there, there, there's no reason to watch it unless you are specifically going. I would like to watch film history, and then it's like, yeah. okay, well, study this. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't write movies. I'm not an undergrad for film studies. I you that's I don't need to spend my time on those movies. Okay. Yeah. Unless you right. Me. Yeah. I. I. I'm mo- I think I'm mostly with you on that. Yeah. So. Yeah. So okay. keep that in mind. If, I, you, I will if you're throwing suggestions our way, because it's not happening. I will keep that in mind because that is interesting. Yeah. I. I. I yeah, this is another topic for another day. I'm gonna wrap this up because <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say. Yeah. I feel like we're turning into like another 15 minutes here of me just yeah. checking your yeah. brain. Yeah. Yeah. You. Yeah. But uh, and everyone who's here, thank you so much. Um, I guess anywhere to find us should be in the description down below. Follow the Discord. Stay up to date with this. Friends, thank you for being here. Micah, Jared, appreciate you both. Uh, I'm looking forward to this. This was fun. Yeah, this a lot of fun. Got, it's got my juices going again to doing this, so I'm pretty excited. So oh, I'm all about your juices, juices Sean. You, you do talk about my juices a lot, and I wish you'd stop. So, Micah, stop. Okay. But, uh, friends, so, we'll, we'll, we'll see, please, we'll, please stop. We'll see, we'll see you next time. Uh, yeah. Goodbye. All right. Later. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 <laughs>